0: Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies podcast. This show is nutrition, health, fitness, wellness, all perfectly packaged into a bite-sized podcast to educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. Uh, What are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about the two biggest factors in fat gain and obesity. And to be clear, this is a hot topic right now. There's uh, over 40% of the US, uh, over 42% of Mexico uh, is obese. Uh, It's absolutely staggering what's going on in these numbers. And just to make sure everybody understands uh, real clear, there are more than just two factors to obesity. But these two factors we're going to talk about today are the ones that are heavily on my radar based on the latest science. Now. Uh, we're going to identify what these two things are, but we're hopefully also going to give you some tips on how to combat them or how to make some lifestyle changes along the way. Now, obesity began to really, really climb in the 1970s. And there's two factors that happened um, from the 1970s until now that really shot up the numbers when it came to people cramming on weight, becoming diabetic, becoming obese, um, number one factor is added sugars went up 150 pounds per human per year. So the average human used to consume about nine grams of, sh- of sugar a day. Now the average human consumes about 40 to 60 grams of added sugar every single day sometimes way way we know people that drink a lot of pepsi and coke and you know the the soft drinks and it can well shoot over 100 grams uh, of just added refined sugar on top of the the refined flour we're going to talk about too so 150 pounds per year of sugar that's how much increased since the 1970s number two thing right here uh the steel roller mill was created. This basically allowed flour to be pulverized into a powder uh that they can make all kinds of different products out of. It stretched the flour out, it, it actually made the process uh much better, and that's where refined flour came from. Is that steel roller mill? And our amount of pounds, our amount of pounds of flour dramatically increased in our consumption as well. We're talking around the same 150 to 200 pounds a year per person more than what they were normally consuming of wheat. But now it was refined flour. And you see refined flour spikes blood sugar much, much more. So you got these two things. We got sugar and we got refined flour. Both of them dramatically elevate blood glucose levels, which leads to diabetes, which also leads to high insulin levels, which also leads to weight gain, because you cannot have weight gain unless you have high insulin levels. Insulin is the fat storage hormone. Without it, we'll die, but too much of it will kill us. It's much like anything else in this world. So uh, those are the two factors that happened since the 1970s that really, really caught my attention. This refined flour and this added refined sugar. Now, um, that's my number one. So my number one biggest factor in, in the obesity rates and the one thing that I advocate that my clients can dramatically reduce in their diet is refined flour and refined sugar, refined added sugars. We're not talking about fruit. We're not talking about berries. We're not talking about uh, things that have natural sugars in them. We are talking about refined flour and added sugar, soft drinks, um, candies, cakes, pie, you know, all that stuff that we add sugar to. So the next major factor that came into play happened um, past the 1970s, 1980s, the rise in entertainment, the rise of technology, TV, Internet, computers, tablets, phones. Studies consistently show how much later we are going to bed compared with the pre-1950s era. We are going to bed hours and hours later than we used to. And it makes sense if you think about living on the farm. You got up with the sun. You went to bed uh, probably an hour or two after the sun, depending on what season it was. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on that you were super stimulated and wanted to stay up late at night, right? Well, with the with the uh, onset of people staying up later... Guess what people are doing? They're eating later. So they're eating later because they're up. And this is a huge problem when it comes to obesity. And one of the reasons why is because our metabolism slows as the day goes on. Um, Our metabolism ramps up first thing in the morning and and through the mid-part of the day where it's at its fastest point. But then it starts to taper off and it starts to go into a restorative regeneration mode. We kind of talked about that a little bit in the last podcast too. Um, But the the idea here is we don't want to consume calories when our metabolism is is slowing down and going to its slowest point. Also, let's go back to glucose and insulin for a second. When we sleep at night, we are fasting. That's why break fast is called break fast, breakfast. So we are breaking the fast overnight. Well, during those fasting hours, our blood glucose levels drop to a really healthy zone. And because we're not eating any blood glucose or any sugar or any carbohydrates or any fuel, we tap into our fat reserves. This is a, a primary zone of fat burning. One of the highest zones of fat burning we ever get into in a 24-hour period. Guess when it is? not when you're working out it's when you're sleeping but if you eat late at night and you eat before bed you are dramatically raising your blood glucose levels which therefore diminishes your ability to tap into fat guess what you now just created a situation to gain weight or to not lose weight and over time you're gaining and gaining and gaining because you're not losing because of this late night eating habit so you think me there. You think about number one, uh, the amount of refined sugar and refined flour we're consuming and that actually leads to our number two in a way. And how so? How does it lead to late night eating? Well, when we eat a lot of refined flour and refined sugar, our insulin levels are higher and insulin is the reason that we have more frequent cravings because uh, as blood sugar raises, insulin raises as well. That lowers our blood sugar because it's storing away that excess glucose that's in the bloodstream. That crash in blood sugar leads to another spike in what's called ghrelin, which is get your stomach growling. And it actually tells you that you're hungry, which means you're going to go back into the kitchen and forge through the refrigerator for something else to eat. Therefore, raising your blood glucose levels again. You see the cycle here that goes on and on. So what can we do to combat this? Well, number one, we can dramatically replace the refined flour, the refined sugar with real whole foods. Uh, plants, fruits, veg, nuts, seed, meat, fish, fowl, all the things that are one ingredient foods. They don't come in a box or a package or a bag, uh, or maybe they do. I guess there's some fruits that come in a bag now in the produce section. But my point is is we want to stay away from processed food, which is mostly where refined sugar and refined flour is hidden away in the ingredient level in hundreds of different names. That's trying to hoodwink us to eat their food. So if we stick, <phone rings> to these real whole foods, pardon me again. If we stick to these real whole foods, we will mm-hmm. easily diminish our cravings. Will which will be easier to be more satiated after dinner or more full, and that will have us to not eat later in the evening um, and causing this cycle to be exacerbated. Just in doing these two things, I've seen people in my practice dramatically drop weight really, really fast. And, you know, it takes, it takes time to get your palate adjusted when you're um, used to eating hyper palatable foods. Yeah, uh, it's not exciting to eat carrots and apples and real whole food. But guess what? It doesn't take long for the tongue and the palate to adjust. And these foods become delightful. You look forward to them. Guess what else you look forward to? Buying a new wardrobe because nothing fits anymore, because you're losing so much body fat. And you oh, by the way, you feel amazing. You're not tired, the afternoon crash goes away, your energy's through the roof. Suddenly you want to exercise instead of loathe exercise. So anyways, you can see how this snowball effect just from taking out these two simple things. Let's take out the refined flour and the refined added sugars and let's, let's set a 7pm uh, time frame to consume all of our calories up to 7pm and guess what? We're not going to eat again until after 7am. That makes our fasting window longer than our feasting window in every 24 hour period. If you do these things, I promise you. Uh, you will be in a position to optimize your body composition, lower your body fat, increase your muscle tone. Look, if you like what you're hearing on the Muscles and Veggies podcast, please share it with someone. Please leave us a review, comment below. Uh, on top of that, you can get some awesome supplements. The supplements that I use at thorn.com. That's T-H-O-R-N-E.com/slash-u slash muscles slash you slash muscles thorn.com i got a special discount for all my listeners over there that helps me out helps the show out and if you learn something from this like i said share it with somebody thank you for tuning in and spending your time with me today refined sugar refined flour 7 p.m let's do this